Good morning, my friends. Welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Tuesday, August the 18th, and we will continue reflecting uh, and working our way through the Gospel of Matthew today. Uh, Wherever you are, however this finds you, I wish you every good and joy. I hope your morning has started out well and and your day is filled with all good. Uh, I just said Goodbye to Bridget. Last week, we, um, I took Molly back to, uh, to Ames to begin her semester, and uh, about 10 minutes ago, uh, Renee left with Bridget to, to go to St. Paul. And so our family is down to four, just Renee and I and the twins. And so a little bit remorseful, not remorseful, a little bit melancholy this morning. But um, let's uh, let's look at the Word of God and just uh, see what it has for us today. We'll continue exactly picking up yesterday with uh, where we left off. So Matthew chapter 19, verse 23 to 30. Uh, So this is after Jesus has uh, just spoken to his disciples. Um, And uh, and we're looking at 19, 23 to 30. He's picking up right with where he left off. So let's listen to the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, I say to you, it will be hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and said, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For men this is impossible, but for God all things are possible. Then Peter said to him in reply, We have given up everything and followed you. What will be there for us? Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, that you who have followed me in the new age, when the Son of Man is seated on his throne of glory, Will yourselves sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel? And everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for the sake of my name will receive a hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So remember, we follow exactly on the heels of the gospel yesterday, which the gospel yesterday was the rich young ruler uh, who had many possessions and in a sense was saying, how can I possess? How can I gain eternal life? Uh, Jesus said, keep the commandments. I've done all of these. And, uh, and then he looked at him with love. Now that's Luke's rendition, not Matthew's. But he looked at him and said, to be perfect, sell all your possessions, give them to the poor, and come and follow me. And the rich young man went away sad, for he had many possessions. And again, we talked about what possesses us. Were those possessions, were his riches possessing him, or did he possess them? And Jesus follows that up today, uh, basically unpacking what he did yesterday. 
Amen, he says, it will be hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. Now, why, my friends, is it hard for someone who is rich uh, to enter the kingdom of heaven? And this is only conjecture on my part. Uh, I certainly don't want to say this is exactly what Jesus meant. But my guess is this. Oh, I hear the door open and close downstairs. <laughs> Hope they didn't forget something. <laughs> I'll find out. Um, so why? Why would it be? And, and my contention would be this. Because the more we have in terms of riches, the more I think it's human nature to place our trust in those and not in God. I think it's as simple as that. Uh, the more we have in our checking or savings account, the more I've got uh, that I can can sit back, uh, well, like the, the person in the gospel who, who builds more. He's like, oh, I've done really well for myself. Let's tear down these barns and build bigger ones and newer ones. And, and uh, the angel of death said, oh, fool, you know, uh, this, this night your life will be uh, asked of you or, or, or um, will be taken. And, and what will you have for yourself? That, that your whole goal was that pursuit of riches. And, and I think to the extent, you know, you think back to, gosh, it was last week that, that Jesus invited us to be childlike. I think it was last Tuesday, as a matter of fact that he invites us to be like a child, someone who has no, um, no authority, no voice, uh, no political clout in this world, but instead somebody who relies solely on their parent for their uh, goodness, their, their place in this world, and their security. I think that's ultimately what God's inviting us to. He's not saying... Um, you know, if you are rich, you're not getting there because I don't like you. No, riches, my friends, are neutral. I was listening to a podcast, I think it was just yesterday, and it talked about power in the same sense. Power is neutral. It's what we do with it, but it is this. It's, it's what cost is it to gain it, and, and to what end do we use it? I think the same exact thing can be, can be spoken of for riches. What cost do we give up? I mean, like that one in the parable that I just mentioned. If, if it is your and my pursuit that we are pursuing riches and that is where our energies go, our passions go, our attention goes, that is an incredible cost because all our intentions and passions and, and pursuits are not with the other, other issues that, that are toward the common good, or toward the kingdom of heaven being established here and now. But if, brothers and sisters, that cost is not of our soul, I mean, as, as Jesus says elsewhere, what good is it for a person to gain their whole, the whole world and, and sacrifice their soul in the meantime? What cost is, do, we, do we pay to secure those riches? And to what end? Do we use them? And if, my friends, that cost 
is is not one uh, that that sacrifices who we are and what we are in the process, and that end is one that builds up the common good. We, for those people, we praise God, and and we thank God because that is the the good and correct and beautiful use of riches. Riches are neutral, power is neutral, but what cost? And what is the intention? And if, my friends, you and I place our security in those riches and in those possessions we have, if we place our security in walls that are built, if we place our security in our abilities, what happens when those walls crumble and those abilities falter and those riches go away? Our God invites us to place our trust and our uh, future, our very being, in his hands. That doesn't mean we can't have these other things. Uh, and, and certainly I think God is inviting us to use our abilities and, and our riches uh, for good. There's no doubt about that, my friends. But to the extent that they undermine our connection and our trust in God, uh, then they drive us further away. They create a wedge because the kingdom of heaven is not something that happens at the end of our life. It's happening now. And how do we use our abilities and our riches and all we have, our resources, uh, to help build that now? I, I think Peter, and this is where I'll close, I think Peter's question really is, is the question. Then Peter said to him in reply, we have given up everything and followed you. What will it be for us? Now Peter's all about, hey, what about me? What about me? God love him. But his question is, hey, we've given up everything. And Jesus says, yeah, yeah. I mean, remember, again, that security was found in family at the time because I was part of who this clan tells me I am. And, uh, and if I falter, they won't let me falter far. But I've given them up, Peter's saying. And I'm out here on this tightrope. Um, and Jesus is saying, and, and, and I've noted that. Again, I don't believe our God is inviting us to give up our families today, my friends. But he is inviting us out in the tightrope uh, to trust him. So what does that look like in our life today? Let's pray. We continue through the uh, luminous mysteries of the rosary. And so if there is someone or something for which you would like to pray, I invite you to call it to mind at this time. And as I pick up my rosary, it is all muddled. So I'm picking up a big clump of beads. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second luminous mystery is the baptism, or excuse me, we did that yesterday. The first is the baptism. The second is the wedding feast at Cana. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, be well, uh, be safe, and uh, bless you this day. And I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow. Bye-bye.